I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Please welcome the wickedly talented. Bam, bam, bam. Let's just go from five. Go. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Five, five, four, four three, three, two, come. come. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levins. My name's Angus. And uh, he's the, 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 the king of come. The king of comedy. They made that. <laughs> I kept stalking uh, Jerry uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, the, <laughs> <laughs> the incestual penist. <laughs> and was a big fan of him and kept showing up and uh, eventually... I uh, became his cousin and had sex with him. Just like he... You know, I saw him on Letterman. Like, not at home. Like, I went to let one of the final Lettermans. And you were, you were dressed as the Joker. And you and you shot, I was you dressed shot as the Letterman Joker. in the face. I was invited to come on. <laughs> Letterman was doing his, uh, you know, last 10 shows. And he's like, well, we need him. Uh, the guy who went viral for doing a bad stand-up set. And uh, yeah, you know, I mean, you know how it ends. But yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis was the musical guest. Right. What did he perform? Which was b- barely anything. The guy is like 100 and f- was 105 or something. He looked like shit. <laughs> it was terrible. It was so boring. <laughs> I was like, this show sucks. <laughs> no, it was fine. I mean, David Dave Letterman was like charming as hell, but you were like- watching a TV show get made is like, the worst shit ever. You're like licking your they teeth. They come out like, and explain everything to you. And Top 10 shows I'd like, rather be watching instead of this one. Uh-huh. I don't, yeah, I can't even remember that, what, he, what his list was. I'm sure it was funny. Um, but yeah, there's just so many takes. They're like, oh, we're going to do that again. We're going to do that again. Jerry Lee Lewis Oh, wait, you went to a, as in like a live recording? Of yeah, I mean, I went to one of the final. I happened to be in the States at the time, and me and Kiko went. <laughs> I forgot, we were like... I think on the website you could like express interest. You're like, yes, I would like to go because it's like a free taping. But then um, they called up four weeks later. It was when we were doing like that seven week road trip in America, and we kind of forgot we must have done it right at the start for, and timed it from when we would be in New York. Uh, and they called. This woman called and she's like, "Hi, um, if you want tickets, you have to answer this question. Uh, what's Paul Schaefer known for?" And I'm like, uh, I don't know, being bald? And she's like, yeah, that's good enough. You've got tickets. And I was like, oh, I guess we're going to Letterman. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was bizarre. And you would have been like, oh, I wonder which, like, you know, pretty good band we're going to see perform tonight during Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I think, like, the night before it was, like, Weezer and the night after it was, like, The Killers. Like, bands who, you know, have really cool songs in a, like, <laughs> under 50. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got Jerry Lee Lewis, who's, like, this cantankerous... Old incestuous racist And I think it's like Even if I'm wrong They can't sue you If they're dead So that's fine He's a state can But uh And it was like Amy Amy Poehler If our podcast Got sued by the estate Of Jerry Lee Lewis (laughs) (laughs) Let me see Amy Poehler What year is it 2014 Letterman 
she came on and spoke about some shit. I don't know. And there was like some dumb politician. It was November 2. Oh, there you go. It was, it was some dumb politician. Donald Trump, I think his name. When I, I forget who it was. Um, it's too early for yeah, politics. Yeah, I can't remember. Save the pol- politics for, uh, for PayFam, bro. Yeah, we're actually rebranding PayFam. As, uh, it's, it's a political podcast now. Yep. Oh. It was Jerry Lee Lewis... Mastodon, that's right, Mastodon played as well It was two bands <laughs> What a double header, that's amazing <laughs> Senator Marta Heinrich Which, uh, yeah, I guess like no one knows him because He obviously wasn't good at his job, I guess Who do you reckon What's more people will know? Mastodon or, or the Senator? Mastodon, for okay. sure This guy was like a little pipsqueak He was like a few years older than us Right He was a Democrat Senator I have no idea why he was on the show He's not of like We've probably got like 10 Listeners now screaming, going like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, he's he, in 2008, he said he's not supportive of gay marriage. Um, there you go. Cool. And that, that, that's a, yeah, you, he sucks. You, you saw him announce that live on Letterman, and then, and then Letterman well, was, was part like, of oh, the... God, quick, cut to Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> I'm having another heart attack. <laughs> Bruce Willis will replace me again. Um, so, Angus, we are going to talk about... <laughs> More Paper Mario. You finished that motherfucker last night. Yes. Um, yes, I did. And you went straight into the ghost of Set Stanley Tucci. Um, yeah. I started and finished Carrion in the last week, so I want to talk about that. Oh, I started but didn't finish. Um, fucking lame the, sk- you, the screams were uh, a little a little too realistic for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> and, and also, a, a shocker, Angus has, uh, has bought last year's uh, fitness... Video game Ring Fit Adventure. Oh yeah, it was too sure hot did. for the shelves. You couldn't even get it a few months ago. But uh, maybe I had one the whole time. Maybe I was uh, like toilet paper and Ring Fit Adventures. I stopped w- <laughs> wiping your ass with Ring Fit Adventures. No, holding the ring under your ring and shitting through it, and while flexing, <laughs> that's the real workout. Um, and then uh, we're actually going to talk about a bunch of movies and TV as well. We've got Palm Springs. <laughs> Just for once, we're going to talk about. <laughs> Every bit of media. Uh, we got it's mit- a Trivial Pursuit uh, game, and we're winning. Mission Impossible Two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast rules. We covered twenty-year-old movies, and um, and also three-year-old HBO shows, which we both started watching this this week. Um, hey, hey, two-year-old, two-year-old. <laughs> Succession um, is uh, something that we're both watching. I, I watched a show called Why Women Kill, which I thought Angus recommended to me, but actually... No, it was my dad. It was your dad. <laughs> um, and then when you guys spoke about it while I was deciding how to eat only one pancake. <laughs> so you, I actually remember one of the best moments of being away with you and your parents last weekend was sure. uh, watching you have a like five-minute argument with your parents about how... Um, <laughs> Vitamins aren't real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like vitamins are fake. I'm like, no, Angus, vitamins are not fake. No, I mean the ones you buy in the shops are fake. No, like you can straight up buy a, cap- a capsule that has vitamin C in it. That's not fake. Yeah, it's not real. What is it then? Placebos. Like placebo thing. Like the multivitamins fake. Most vitamins are useless. There you go. Sciencealert.com. <laughs> your home, it's your like home a known page. thing. Yeah, you don't need... Yeah, <laughs> Me and Jerry Lee Lewis came up with it in that second last episode of Letterman. <laughs> Dave's backing it. Yeah, they're not doing anything. Do some research for once. You know, stop believing bottles. 
Stop believing labels. Yeah, you refuse to do any research for the podcast, but when it comes to vitamins, sciencealert.com. I do this for the listeners. Vitamins I, th- th- here we go. Betterhealth.vic.gov.au. I mean, no offense, Vic, but you're not that good at the moment in terms of the health hey, department. We are, I mean, we are barely better. We're pretending we're fine. We're, we're, we go. We are the so vitamin fuck- alone like, is not the answer. Two weeks from now, we are so fucked. Uh, yeah, they're not like... I'm sure, I'm sure I'm getting it all wrong, but basically they're not like... Just You can get this stuff out of the actual food. Yeah, but if you know, uh, you need you don't need a processed, fucked version. I know, but some people need supplements because they can't get enough of it from food. Well, I mean, also, don't, don't you famously refuse to eat citrus? You should be having vitamin C supplements. I eat I eat citrus. I had some tonight. I thought if you touch it, you I like just break out in it. hives. All oh, right. No, you, my hands t- do. My 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 exterior skin. I can I can <laughs> I can put them in my mouth. What happens when you touch someone that C is a nutritionist? Get back, get someone that's a nutritionist. Yeah, my sister I, is I a nutritionist. I invite you. I invite you to subscribe to PayFam and then tell us in the chat whether I'm full of shit or not under the Pod Talk channel for the first I've time ever. The floor. Is Angus full I've of opened, shit? I've opened the debate. No, you know what? I want. Let's ask your sister. Just say like, uh, vitamins you buy at like the shops. Okay, I'll text her right now. Good for you. I need to know. Just be like, are they kind of dodgy or are they like? Not legit. Hey, uh, you know what? Maybe it's the multivitamin. I don't know. I remember watching like a thing about a, a documentary on. What do you want me to ask? Hey, are vitamin supplements real? No, just be like the vitamins you buy at shops. Are they like legit? <laughs> hey, are the vitamins you buy at shops real? Legit, and then I'll legit. ask a non-biased. I'll ask it at non-biased uh, party as well because she's well, who, noon. <laughs> no, I mean like a nutritionist, like someone who's non-biased to both of us. That's if I don't like the answer. <laughs> okay. I will look forward to this getting answered at some point <laughs> in the episode. It'll be on Letterman. <laughs> um, so, Angus, you finished Paper Mario yeah. last night. Paper Mario, sure the did. origami king. Um, yeah. A I'm, couple of... I was uh, the origami king. I'm a, like, I'm so addicted to this game. Yeah, man, it's um, it's like top five Switch games for me. I mean, it's that between that and was it Doctor Detective Miami Edition? <laughs> what, is? what did you you sent me? Like, it's a bizarre GTA. Once a week, clone. I'll just send you like photos of my television and the eShop. Let me find this one because I'm still like, and then I Google every week. I, I'm such a fucking repulsive person. I'll I'll be disgusted at the eShop and then Google eShop bad and then just read twenty minutes of. Reddit forums and Nintendo blogs saying how horrible an experience and quality the eShop is and go, yeah, that's right. I'm right. And maybe this is the vitamins thing right now. I real- I'm realizing what I, I'm realizing what I do. That's your, called- non, your non-biased party that you're going to go to after my sister gets back to us is Reddit. Is Detective Driver, <laughs> Miami Files. De- become a detective driver. Drive various cars and boats to investigate crimes. Chase down the gang and save the city. <laughs> and it looks like a PlayStation... No, you know what it looks like? It looks like a movie someone's made. Like, what do they call it? Like a machinima within like The Sims. Like an old Sims game. Yes, definitely. 
It looks like shit. How much is it? How much is Detective Driver Miami Files? I think it's a modest under under 30 on the Switch, which is like as cheap as they get, right? That is so good. I kind of wish Detective Pikachu was called <laughs> Detective Pikachu Detective Mi- Driver. Miami Files. <laughs> That's the sequel. They're like, well... <laughs> We're going to Miami. You got congratulations, Pikachu. You got your license. You're yeah. officially detected. Now we're going now. to. I just love this Miami files. Like, is there a New York files? A you know a, well, the, it, a I mean, Detroit files? It must be a, a ripoff of, of Vice City. Yeah. So it looks like the controls are left, right. <laughs> literally on the screen, there's a left arrow, which is indicating you move the left stick left. A, a right arrow, which is left stick, move to the right. ZL is reverse. A gas is ZR. It, it looks like a game a kid made, again, uh, for an assignment in, like, university. Well, it's clearly like an Which app. I'd say is, like, 80% of Switch games. Then 15% are dating visual... Horny hentai dating visual novels. <laughs> and then 5% are games made by Nintendo. Yep. Um, yeah, so Detective Driver Miami Files was a uh, an, an app... <laughs> It's on iOS and, and Android. And Great. they clearly just, just dragged Great. and dropped it into the eShop. And, and, and yeah, that's, that's <clears throat> Mr. Nintendo was like, hey, go right ahead. That's okay by me. I remember when they had that like Nintendo Direct, which was just indies. And it was like some, some twee losers just saying like, oh, you know, I, I check every game that gets sent. And, you know, I, I come across every indie game. I'm just like, dude, fire this guy. He's bragging <laughs> about letting this shit on the shop. What's going on there? Why are they letting... Like, the quality of those things is just... It's, it's heinous. How much cut do they, they get? are discovering, like... Pardon? Maybe it just it doesn't matter. Like, whatever, whatever cut they get from it is worth having a shit, shit house eShop. It's so bad. It's, a, it's the worst. Yeah. There's, like, like, 50 new games a week, and two of them are worth <laughs> looking at. Like, first-party games get bumped by Detective Driver because the UI is so bad. You know what I mean? You log on, yeah. and the first thing you see is Detective Driver, and you're like... I, I just imagine, like, parents accidentally buying this stuff without, like... <laughs> or kids accidentally buying it. You have your and parents I'm over. for the parents. You have your parents yeah. over, and your dad was, you, you wake up in the morning, and you're like... Why do we have? Why do I own Detective Driver Miami files? And your dad's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to find the bathroom." And next thing you know, I bought Detective Driver Miami files. I mean, it starts with Detective Driver Miami files. <laughs> <laughs> then it ends up that clock app that's twelve dollars, yeah. and you're just like, "What is going on?" They should I have love that they sell a clock that's twelve dollars when there's a free clock on the fucking home screen. They should have an E shop, and then they should have an F shop, and all the shit that we oh, talk yeah. about should be in the in the F shop. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great idea. Then I would be happy as long as they just discern some form of like, you know, quality between the two. It's so bad. I talk about it so often, but I'm constantly blown away. Like, you know, I went to the PS4 eShop to get Ghost of Tsushima and I was like, oh yeah, look, it's a game that's been out for two bi- weeks and it's so big and look, it's on the splash page. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they want me to buy it. <laughs> it's like... Oh, cool. I bought it. <laughs> that was really easy. <laughs> oh, wow. There's two versions. It's letting me choose if, if I want the regular or the deluxe. That's great. How nice. <laughs> um, so It was uh, crazy. <laughs> how's it been going from the uh, very colorful and lovely Paper Mario to the very somber Ghost of Tsushima? I mean, you know, let's, let's zoom back a bit. You've got a, you got a Japanese game about Europeans. You got a European, uh, like an American game about Japanese people, so it's pretty balanced. Is Paper Mario supposed to be about Europeans? 
Well, he's Italian, as I often oh, of bring course. up. Right, sure. But it is origami. So it's said in New Jersey, the Mushroom Kingdom's <laughs> actually... Actually, no, it's New York in the movie, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But it's, yeah, it's, it's actually a... Yeah, um, it is a Shigeru Miyamoto's astute observations of the sanitary uh, pipe, in, like, you know, the plumbing and uh, waterworks industry I of actually, New Jersey. I only saw the movie. And the Italian-American um, immigrant story. I only saw the movie Super Mario Brothers Miami Files. So, <laughs> <laughs> On the phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, good news is uh, they're porting that to the eShop. Perfect. Now everyone can watch Real it. Real soon. Um, but yeah, what was it like going from Pepper Mario to Ghost of Tsushima? Jarring? Uh, no, because like, no, I mean, the, they spoke in movies now, <laughs> in the cutscenes. <laughs> that was about it. And there's no jokes. <laughs> um, I'm loving it. So yeah, it is kind of jarring. I got used to the jokes and uh, just everyone cracking wires. Everyone's a comedian in that game. I love it. It's, man, it's, I, I, it was, it's one of the biggest surprises of the year for me, I think. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. But again, I, I played Thousand Year Door. Super Paper Mario and RPG, like I said last week. But I never had, like, an affinity for the games. Like, I thought they were kind of cool, but, like, you know, I was ride or die mainland Mario. But this game is, like, top top three, top five Switch games for me. I think it's just, like, such an impeccable package. It's so fun. It reminds me of, like, you know... It reminds me of, like, one of the 3DS Zelda games where the battle was kind of different. But like the basic, it, it's 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 as much as an RPG as like Zelda on top-down Zelda. Oh, on, it's much know? more like a Zelda. It's like a it's like a Zelda light. Um, it's oh, it's a Zelda. Like there's temples and there's like elemental elements. There's like fire element. Yeah. yeah, it's a Zelda game. And I was playing, there's a whole like, oh, section is- in the sea where you sail a boat and have to look for treasure oh, and visit different. There's islands. an entire it's Wind Waker. Just Wind Waker. Was- like. Yeah. I was dying to. I wanted to talk to you about that because, but I wanted you to get like surprised by it because I was like, "Oh my god, this is wind. This is the spiritual, you know, s- sequel moment to Wind Waker." The whole thing it feel it feels like a really good GameCube game, like in the in the best possible way. Like it just feels like a harken back to a lot of things I loved about GameCube games. Obviously, the, the Thousand Year yeah. Door and Wind Waker being the two main ones that I loved on that console. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I just can't get over how big it is either. Like oh man, it's so big. I played it all day today, and I didn't even like, like smash that ribbon. You know, I still have that. Ri- oh dude, I was like, when it came out, you know, I'd played like Last of Us two twice, and I was like, cool, Paper Mario. I'll smash through that on the weekend, and then jump into Ghost of Tsushima. And I'm like, oh man, I'm doing straight up like five hour sessions and like getting through a world. Yeah, I mean, it's it. There's so much to like. Basically, like yeah, like, like Princess Peach's castle has been wound up by ribbons by this evil origami king, and so you've got to visit different lands. Detective Driver, <laughs> and, and yeah, Detective Driver and Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, they they need to get to Letterman. Uh, <laughs> they're Peach, they're actually Peach's cousins. <laughs> and they need to fuck her. Um, but yeah, the uh, like there's just so much you need to do to get like I, I know that's like the classic um, RPG thing where it's like before you do this you need to get these three things and then take them to this person but, but this person's missing and you've got to save him from this monster and there's then, some of the best like, moments in RPGs though like there's the amazing uh, like wall town oh, is it wall town I forget what it is in Final Fantasy 7 where you got to get an item 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 and you're just like this rules <laughs> um, but yeah it's, yeah wall, wall market sorry the um the biggest thing that I'm a uh, my only big complaint is that like 
even though it's probably like the best game that Toads have ever been in, I just wish it wasn't mm. so Toady. <laughs> I, I, there, there's more characters in the Mario universe that I wish were in this game. Like, yeah, I haven't seen Yoshi. Any, I mean, where the fuck is Yoshi? Yeah, where's Yoshi? Where's uh, it's funny the warrior. Maybe they're not allowed to be in there. Maybe we we saw how iron gripped the Nintendo vice was on this franchise. Maybe they're like you can only do Mario, Bowser, Peach, Bowser Junior, and some villains. Maybe yeah. that's the thing. That was like the the best thing about the um, Mario and Rabbids game was that it put Wario and Waluigi in the game as villains and as like you know or like you know rabid versions of them. But like it was still good to see them in the same world. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I, it. it I wish that there would be like this big, fun, silly RPG that had Wario in it. Because Wario is just such a that, sick that, character. Dude, how good would Paper Wario be? Yes. Just you and Waluigi just scheming. Yeah, absolutely. Damn, that would be sick. Um, did you like do stupid shit like trying 100% any areas of Paper Mario? Not really. Like, you know, Nintendo doesn't have like a trophy system. So like, it's my little secret. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, you know, like when, when it's like a shared trophy thing i think sometimes that like goads you more into like yeah i will complete that i want that s i want i want um detective driver to know how much detecting and driving in the miami uh <laughs> sector i've 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 done yeah i don't know but no there was you know but it, sometimes i'd get 100 but i wasn't like you know i'd search every room i'd look around but if there was like shit that was just like too high or whatever i'm like yeah i don't care yeah I, there's something about just like fucking around in these big fun op- like quite open areas and you even get a vehicle to like like again there, there's, there's the oh, boat yeah. area but then also when you're in the, the desert shoe. you get this like little shoe on wheels that you can race around in um nice throwback to uh mario 3 i guess yeah the, totally the shoe i've got i've got can you see i have a, a stuffed toy version oh, of yeah. that on my wall behind me oh yeah tight pretty cool um i love the music too the music's next yeah level. the music's so great and i love the dj <laughs> There's like a yeah. A oh man, DJ. there was another sequence. I was like, oh uh, yeah, Levin's gonna love that. Finally, the representation I needed. I was in, thinking in video you games. had DJ Hero, Feet, Daft Punk, and this. <laughs> you had two games. I um, I regret selling. You my, must feel like DJ a driver Hero. in Miami who also detects right now. Yeah, if that was my real job, definitely. Uh, imagine being a detective that doesn't drive. Like, imagine being a bother? DJ who wasn't a hero. Yeah, shit. I mean, did you have DJ Hero? Way. I remember, like, there was this amazing... In the office. There was, there they was, had it uh, at the PR for job. Activision at the time, like, literally tracked down, like, I feel like every DJ in Sydney and gave everyone a copy of DJ Hero. We got it at work because, as you know, we used to work. Uh, there was... Besides me and one other guy, everyone was also a DJ who worked there. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning that I, they definitely cooked the books. They just booked themselves or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was like that was that was what my job was there was starting a DJ agency that I booked myself on constantly. Yeah, this is like the big short. Like this is how we discover the GFC two happens. Well, I made no money as a wage from working there, but I made heaps of money by booking myself. It's so good. It's the- Real big short hours. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Activision were good. Uh, they sent me like remember when they remade GoldenEye for the Wii? Yeah. They sent me that with like the controller and shit. Oh yeah, the gold. That was just sending Wii, shit. Wii, Wii controller. That was that sick. was weird. No one played that past the first level. Oh, the game was terrible. Yeah, yeah. They're like, it's a Goldeneye game. You love, but then, but like, yeah, but you brackets. didn't. You didn't play as Pierce Brosnan. You played as Daniel Craig. Do you remember yeah, that? It's so weird. That's like the that's yeah. one of the weirdest decisions in gaming ever. 
That was yeah. What a weird game. And was it called GoldenEye Man. Two? No, that was a GoldenEye Two though. I think. You know what we should do? We should do a fucking Bond game retrospect. Because <laughs> there's so many misfires. Because the only good one is GoldenEye. And then they kept I'm trying missing. to like... It was called GoldenEye 007 2010. Yeah. Oh my God, it's 10 years old. Uh, and then they re- then they put it on... um on uh, God, they, they made a DS version as well. Yeah, PS3, 360. So funny. Um... But how funny, like, yeah, it was almost like a recreation of the first game, pretty much, like, screen for screen, but then mm. you play as Daniel Craig. Like, we complain about yeah. N- Nintendo making bad character decisions all the time, but n- that is the <laughs> most ridiculous decision. It's kind of crazy, huh? Fuck, it's so funny thinking about that, like, when COVID is over or whatever, whatever weird decision they make, there's, like, like imagine if in the same week they were like, fuck it, let's just put all the movies out now. And we get like a James Bond movie, Black Widow, Sonic Two. <laughs> it's crazy. New Mutants. <laughs> oh wow! It's actually Daniel Craig. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. How's fucking this? Around. So you. So you didn't even play past the first. How's level. this? This yeah. is great. This is great. I just read a great quote. Um, oh, I lost it. Fuck my. Fuck my Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> fuck my cousin. Um, it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh yeah. James Bond film producer Michael G. Wilson spoke in June 2010 about Daniel Craig's participation in revisiting the story from the original film. When we first pitched the game to him, he was really excited about it. He thought the original game was great. Daniel plays a lot of games and gives us a lot of good criticism. (laughs) (laughs) How good's Daniel Craig just making video games? That's so great. There's no way... When he retires from Bond, uh, Doug Bowser needs to step out and Daniel Craig needs to be the head of Nintendo. I love it. The US head of Nintendo, Daniel Craig. But like, he doesn't even like being in the movies. There's no way he liked being in this game. I love that. That's so good. I man, you know what? I, I would be so keen to like speak about Bond games. There's a whole bunch. It's gone I've through only, so many. I've only played those two, the two Golden Eyes. I played they started doing like fake ones, like we're well, not fake ones. I played Nightfire. That was on the GameCube. That's where I played it. And it was when EA had the license. Right. And it was Pierce Brosnan and it's like they would have a theme song and it would like try to just set up it's like based on, they just make up an original story I guess kind of like what the Bond movies are doing well that's, the what, they, that's what they should like be doing just, totally that's way more fun I remember oh that's right I, I wonder remember, if it I was 007 I, I, I racing wonder, do you remember that that's so funny damn okay so it looks like that um Pierce Brosnan isn't the gamer that Daniel Craig is because it's not his voice but yeah they made a bunch of like and they had like Heidi Klum and like actors and stuff being like the Bond girls. Like that actually like treat it like, you know, whatever. Yeah, it seems like a no brainer. John Cleese was in them. <laughs> what? Pardon? That's so. It should, be, it should just be a no brainer. John Cleese was in it. Like, yeah, I know. Judy Dench was in it. I think they had cutscenes. That's I wild. wonder if they filmed cutscenes. They made a From Russia yeah, they should... Love video game in 2005. That's right. On PlayStation 2, huh? Yeah, wow, that's bonkers. There's some just really... And then they made a game called... Whoa, okay. Sean, so Connery, we're thinking of... Sean Connery recorded new dialogue for from Russia with Love in 2005. Oh my God. And they're like third-person games? I want to play that. That sounds like, awesome. <laughs> like making... 
James Bond game. Like they already showed you how to do it with Goldeneye. And it's so funny how often they tried reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Um, I remember when I played was super lame. It kept switching. It was one of those games where like one level was third person, one was first person, one was car racing. And it was just like, no, that's like, it was just like recreating scenes. Oh, of course. Okay, um, the game that I was thinking of was um, Goldeneye Rogue Agent, which was a game from 2004. So it was before the Goldeneye second, like the remake. Yep. And you play an ex-MI6 agent who's recruited by Auric Goldfinger um, to assassinate Dr. No. And it's all about the villains. Despite its name being and being part of the James Bond franchise, the game has no relation to the 1995 film or 97 video game. In, in in this game, the protagonist is given the name Goldeneye after he loses his eye and receives a gold cybernetic replacement. That's so, so I think good. they did have like, they were just like, let's, our James Bond game sucks. Let's call it Goldeneye and just call the character Goldeneye and trick kids into buying this. <laughs> That's what I mean. The past of this game is like, of this, sorry, this franchise is like hilarious. We're both forgetting the, um, the best James Bond game, um, Gex Enter the Gecko. Hell yeah, brother. The spy-themed one. It's so funny to think that, that that Crystal Dynamics made those games. Like, they they are making, like, you know, the Avengers game, Tomb Raider. <laughs> we always talk about, like, you know, Uncharted. You don't get Uncharted without without Crash Bandicoot. You don't get the Spider-Man game without Ratchet and Clank. But no one ever talks about, like, you don't get Tomb Raider <laughs> without Gex. <laughs> I would love if they reveal um, once the Avengers game's out and uh, just in this scenario, it performs really well. It breaks records, whatever. And they're like, well, we did a social test, a social examinate, like a, yeah. And basically um, you guys didn't realize but every line that Tony Stark says is actually a leftover Gex sent to the Gecko line. Like they're <laughs> we recycled lines because it's the same character. How good if they, um, if they do what Uncharted 4 did and they have Tony Stark and Pepper Potts sit oh. down. They get the PS1 out and they play no, the, it's first, in his suit. the first level. Oh, he has Gex built into his suit. Yeah, while he's pretending <laughs> to save New York or whatever, he's actually playing Gex under the Gecko. Or instead of like Jarvis or Wednesday <laughs> or whatever, he has Gex as, his, Gex. A- as his AI. <laughs> okay, Mr. Stark, let's do this. <laughs> you know what I always say. <laughs> it's like, no, this is worse than the time. Yeah, I might took acid at Captain America's house. <laughs> this is worse than getting in an arm wrestle with Winter Soldier. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> just like real good ones like that. Yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> this is worse than um cl- than um clicking my fingers with Thanos. <laughs> this is worse than shrinking yourself down as Ant Man and going up Thanos's <laughs> asshole. This is worse than being a, a woman who's just turned 20 and having to spend the weekend at Camp Renner. <laughs> That's a bit of news that took us by surprise this week. Oh, the reveal that he has a fucking like, teen girl camp. Well, no, they are over 20. Right. According to the article. Again, I'm very worried about getting sued. We only uh, can, can talk shit about dead, dead people. people who married right. their cousins. Yeah, yeah. But So Jeremy Renner and his wife... Or someone came out because all these girls were posting photos from his like house or something. Hey, I got I got to look at this. this. Is one article I don't want to mess up. <laughs> what are you going to Google? But basically, are what you, I are love you is Camp Renner. Yeah, I'm going to get on a list. Watch me. I'm already on the vitamin. Oh man, someone's list. already made an Instagram account for Camp Renner. <laughs> oh hell yeah, we're following. Okay, 
So what, what to me is fascinating about this story is we have COVID hits, first week of COVID, and you and I covered this extensively. Jeremy Renner released the medicine because he knew the world was so sick, remember? That's right. He released a Fast song called The like, Medicine. Yeah, and then an EP or something, right? And if only one person in the world listened to it in full, maybe we would, no one would have COVID anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think he's taken that to heart because three months after the release of The Medicine, it seems like Jeremy's got a little sick because uh, this headline reads, and it kind of tells it all, Avengers star Jeremy Renner flew glamorous women to his Camp Renner Reno mansion, had a corona party, and put his seven-year-old daughter at risk, his ex-wife claims. Wow. And so what happened was he'd had all these shirts made and all these young women, over 20, uh, were posting photos and tagging in like the Reno house. And I think like they were busted on Instagram. That's so insane. And you know who was yeah. there? Taika Waititi with his family. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, yeah, I, I missed that part. This is getting... What, him and Taika have a weird relationship because he, Taika appears in one of his music videos. Yeah, I think he, he just begged everyone to be in that. I think they wife swap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, none of them are dead, are they? All right, I no, retract yeah, that you're going to watch it, bro. But yeah, what a, what, a, what a heel turn for the guy who made an EP called The Medicine at the start of... Uh, COVID. How funny! I, I, I just think that's fascinating. Cele- visiting a celebrity's house and being given like a like Camp Renner, like just Camp. The last name of any celebrity is funny, but it's particularly funny. Camp Renner. Camp Renner. Like just... one making them and then giving them to girl. Oh, it's so funny. And he's poor. The whole daughter. thing is it 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 reeks of uh, Lolita Express. You know, it reeks of Epstein. Like it's just this is how it starts. It starts up with t-shirts. It starts with. Reno parties, it starts with COVID. The whole thing's hilarious. I mean, it's horrible, but it's just funny that, like, he has these shirts lying around. Hectic. If you go to Jer- um, r slash Jeremy Renner, there's only 400, <laughs> 400 You say members. that like I'm not... You say that like I'm not admin. But the latest one is, like... <laughs> um, the, t- the, the, the topic is Jeremy Renner personal... My name is jo- Jody, and I personally know Jeremy Renner. He and I have. Wait, where a per- is this? Reddit.com slash r slash Jeremy. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Renner. What are you on top or new? Uh, it's like the, the first post after the pin post. That's not on my. Oh, Jeremy Renner personal. Okay, I see this. Three days ago. He and I have a personal and intimate relationship. <laughs> Ayana Lee, a so called singer, actress, and model, is also having relations with him and tried selling her virginity. There are many occasions I have caught this and I will be speaking out about it. I have copious amounts of evidence and will be making this public with more details about Jeremy and Ayana Lee. And then she gives her oh email God. address. Well, of course we're Googling it right now. What, Jeremy Have we Renner? just discovered the next Epstein? Camp. Camp Epstein. <laughs> her name's Bumblebee New. And there is a Reddit for someone called Ayana Lee. Interesting. Did Ayana just wink at me? Oh wow, this is weird. Oh man, I I wish I put on. Everyone's saying this browsing. is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna give her on a, we're on a list now. We're especially on a list because yeah, we, we read it out on our podcast. Jeremy Renner. If what's you're weird when you Google? I'm sure email you didn't address. have relations with that woman, but if you did, I'm sure you gave her a pretty cool T-shirt. <laughs> well, do you know what's weird when you Google that email address? 
six pictures and go to images, six pictures of Jeremy Renner comes up. <laughs> and one is of him in underwear in a t- putting a towel around himself seven years ago from Reddit. Wow. Jeremy Renner, if you send us Camp Renner t-shirts, we'll never bit, um, talk shit about you again. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Man, this is... How deep does this thing go? I love we're too lazy to even research a conspiracy, so we'll just stop now. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Like, we've already accepted that every celebrity sucks and has a story like this for sure. So... Yeah. We've exposed Vitamins. We've exposed (laughs) uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Lee Renner. That's interesting. I'm gonna I might e- connect those dots later. I'm going to expose Carrion as a very good game. Have you played much of oh, it? Oh, yeah. I played about 20 minutes of it. So it was great. It's the latest game from Devolver Digital. Um, and it's on, I think... Uh, Camp Devolver. Camp Devolver. Camp Carrion. Um, it's on, Camp Carrion. It's on Steam um, and, and PC and, uh, and, and Switch. Obviously, we played it on Switch. Um, and you play like this big disgusting master race. <laughs> this big disgusting monster who escapes from a science lab, and I feel like the, all my favorite Devolver games are games where you essentially just have to escape a bunch of villains. Normally, you do it as like someone who has a gun or a katana and can slow down. Who was time. Ape Escape? Was that Devolver? No, they did. Uh, you mean Ape Out? No, Ape Out. That was there. <laughs> no, man. I mean Ape Escape, the PlayStation game. Yeah. Come on, I'm t- <laughs> um, Ape you know out. what I'm talking Ape about? Ape Out, Hotline Miami, Katana Zero. Um, uh, Detective Driver Miami That's right All these games You know you, you, You're you're getting out you're, you're escaping And this is one Like I, I just loved You You play as this like It really felt like um, Playing a game As the Rat King From uh, The Last of Us 2 Like this Big hideous monster Who just like Gets bigger and grosser And can just rip people apart Really easily Yeah It, it reminded me of Uh Donkey Kong Country, no, Donkey Kong 2, where you're Donkey Kong Jr. and Mario's the villain. And I, I love when, when games flip that around. Oh, right, of and course, yeah, th- yeah. No, yeah, and it made me start thinking about games where, you know, that might be the first game, actually, uh, where you play the person who was being hunted in the first game. That was like quite a another Nintendo, you know, two steps forward, one step backwards. Um, one step forward, two steps backwards. That one step forward was uh, being a villain in a game and making... You know, that was the original Last of Us 2, Bonky Kong. Bonky Jr. Kong. Because uh, you had to think about how bad Mario was. Right. Holy shit. Because he was how do we make that... Spraying insect repellent on Donkey Kong. 
Yeah. Isn't that what okay. happens? He's, he's, got like a, a, he's like a fumigator, right? I don't know, but I know Donkey Kong's in a cage and then you're Donkey Kong Jr. rescuing Donkey Kong and it makes you flip. Yeah, Mario's your, a dumb um, your fuck. Your allegiances. He's trying to spray pesticides on a gorilla. Mario's like, blue lives matter. <laughs> I'm walking here. He's a, is he a fumigator or a cop? <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to see the plot to Donkey Kong... Con- no, Donkey Kong Jr. It's really hard to say Donkey Kong without country, isn't it? Yeah, sure. That was one of the first NES games I had. What whatever happened to Donkey Kong Jr.? He's not in the picture anymore. They put fucking Diddy in and I'm Baby Kitty Kong. Kong. Baby oh Kitty Kong, that's right. Ugh, Kitty Kong is so disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> this game's protagonist, Donkey Kong Jr., uh, is trying to rescue his father, Donkey Kong, who's been imprisoned. Donkey Kong's cage is guarded by Mario. His only appearance is an antagonist in a Nintendo game. There you go. Oh, what's the one where where, where Mario is like a has like a Bug spray and he's spraying bug spray up. I don't know. I really don't know. My, sounds like Mario is a little bit of a cunt and people <laughs> seem to forget that. Uh, that's great. Um, oh no, it's Stanley. It's uh, it's a one someone from a Game and Watch. This guy Stanley. Oh, I see. It, it was a show. It was a it was a game called Greenhouse, and then. Uh, <coughs> Oh, okay, greenhouse. I guess you're a few. Oh no, he's the, anyway, he's the and he's the um. It's Donkey Kong Three. You play as Stanley. Oh, and Stanley and what, was is it a game and watch. I'm trying to work out what the fuck the plot is. No, it's real. Uh, Donkey Kong Three, um, the third, the third Donkey oh, Kong arcade game. Um, what's the? Okay, I see him. Donkey Kong breaks into Stanley's greenhouse and goes to hang in the rafters, where he stirs up nests of bugs, which will destroy Stanley's flowers in revenge. And armed with a can of fly think- spray, Stanley must destroy the bees and chase Donkey Kong away before he eats all five of his vegetables. Do you think that Shigeru Miyamoto had like a particularly bad summer with insects? Yeah. And you know how he's always inspired, yeah. inspired by his garden. Like, yeah, he, he he just makes Donkey. It's interesting that Mario. This is one I've never. I didn't know there was a three. Yeah, I, I, it's weird. I I I mostly know it because um. One of Game and Watch's moves is that he has the, he he, got, he turns into Stanley with the um with right. the bug spray. That's one of his moves. I get you in Smash. Yeah, wow. I just love that. Yeah, they they That's go so from funny. like oh yeah, this big gorilla stole um Mario's girlfriend in the first one. To, Holy shit! To this gorilla wants to eat eat vegetables <laughs> in a greenhouse. You know what? If we had the Wii U uh, uh, eShop still cranking, we could buy it on Virtual Console. Oh, it looks like it's on 3DS though. I've got that. We've still got that. You do. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, m- more more villains should uh, be sprayed with bug spray in games. Yeah. Sorry for the sidebar, but I was just, it, it, honestly playing Carry On just brought back it ignited that part of my brain. What's well, like Rampage as played... well? Rampage is like I know everyone thinks yes. it's like a shitty rock movie. Actually, I haven't seen that movie. Maybe it's good. No, it's a great Master System game. Let's just yeah, sure. Uh, but that's an inc- and then it's a bad. A, it's such a fun game. It's a great arcade game. Uh, first and but foremost. then they brought it back. Remember they made like a dodgy one on like Nintendo sixty four and stuff. They made it for, for for Wii and and Daniel Craig plays the monsters. <laughs> well, he was a big fan of the original, and he uh, he actually plays all three of the. Oh, no, no, he, I love that. Like... <coughs> he plays the gorilla and the and the um, uh, he plays the gorilla, and then Gex plays the lizard. Yeah, Daniel and Craig and uh, <laughs> Lackness plays uh, the rat. <laughs> Um, but 
and then there was also there was a game on I remember really liking on um on my phone a few years ago called uh, Super Mega Worm, where you played this like oh yeah this that w- game was yeah this worm that like you plunge into the ground and jump up and then you eat yes people and as you eat people you get bigger which is the same thing that happens in Carrion dude that was <laughs> such a good game that's like one of those great phone games that I put up there with like. Counterbolt and stuff like that. Like these yeah, are the totally. games you should be making for an iPhone. Definitely. Like, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. they make them, but now they go straight to the eShop. But this is like a perfect <laughs> mobile game. Like yeah, Super Mega One was great. Um, oh man, I haven't thought about that game for ages. And you mentioned You're basically like, a sandworm from Dune. Yes, just, that's like, right. Just went fucking bonkers. Yeah, and yeah, the controls are really, really, really odd because you kind of just have all you can do is. Turn, you left and right, and you have to like speed up and yeah, you stuff, can, right? you can change the arc of your of your of your plunges. Yeah, you can change like the pitch or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Fuck, that was a great, game. really good game. And you you mentioned like um having to stop playing carrying because of the screaming. I remember in Super Mega Worm when you jumped out, there, there was like a one um one human it was, it was like a woman pushing her baby in a stroller, <laughs> and when you ate that, <laughs> when you like ate her, she yelled out, "My baby." <laughs> <laughs> How good was um th- you know the other great game in this this era uh Desert Golf. Oh man, Desert Golf. What a perfect game. Cannibal, Mega Super Mega Worm and Desert Golf are just like that's it. Top 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 3 uh stinking video games. And uh and Drive Detective Driver Miami Files. Yeah, well that's that's what they that, that was like uh next gen. That's when they knew Detective <laughs> they Driver knew the, uh, Enter the Detective. <laughs> Every detective man, I um, but yeah, carry on. You you finished it. Yeah, I finished it. It's like five hours, if that. Um, yeah. As, and as, you said as, you had a bit of trouble getting stuck with... Um, the, 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 it was mapless. Well, yeah, that, that's my one problem with the game is because this isn't just like a typical Devolver escape style game where there's just like, you know, the start of a level and the end of a level. This is also my other favorite kind of game, Metroidvania. So you are like constantly like finding areas where you can't do anything, but then you go back and then you take on a new, um, you get new power-ups and then you can do stuff when you return to those areas. <coughs> and Metrovania yes. is a great because you can open up a map and be like, oh, I haven't been in that room yet. I'll, um, I'll see if I can go there now and maybe I've got a power mm. that can allow me to get further. But there's no map in this game, which is a huge problem. Um, the only problem I have with this game is that there's Did no Did it detract map. from your pleasure? Uh, like, not in a... Like, not, not seriously, but... Uh, it, it was frustrating. It would have been like a three, four hour game, but I spent like a, a whole hour just being lost as fuck and having no idea where to go because there's no real kind of... Like the areas are very similar. And so like, I was like, fuck, was this where I was? And I just kept getting more and more lost trying to figure yeah. out what to do next. That's annoying. I wonder if... They, do you think like... Have you seen if anyone else is having this complaint? Do you think they'd like patch it yeah. or whatever? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, like, yeah, it should be pretty easy just to put a map in it. But yeah, I mean, I, the most annoying thing was that like after like, over an hour of being lost, I finally figured out where I needed to be. And then I only had five minutes of the game left. Like that's how close right. to the end I was. But other than that, it's, it's a really, really sick game. And if anyone is playing and is gets stuck, hit me up. I'll help you out. That's a Levin's promise. Um, wow. Well, I'm playing. I might have to make it on that. Look, I've just made a great discovery. I'm on the um, Play With Games, which is actually the developer of Detective Driver. And I'm on their website, which looks like it was made on Blogspot like 10 years ago. Perfect. Um, and it's got all of the games here. <laughs> There's um, Top Gear Extreme Parking, mm-hmm. I guess, based on the show. 
Yep. Roof jumping stunt driver, quarry driver. <laughs> 3D police parking simulator, 3D sports car parking simulator, wow. 3D truck driving test simulator, <laughs> 3D ice road truck simulator, which I think are two titles of previous games, 3D navy boat park. It, it's about parking. They're all part, this is 3D navy boat parking simulator, 3D construction parking simulator, which I can't tell the difference between that and 3D truck driving test simulator, 3D limo parking simulator, <laughs> 3D boat parking simulator, 3D minefield simulator, which I, I don't, that's interesting, and 3D trucker driving license. And then to top it all off, Thunderbirds, Peter's driving challenge. <laughs> it's And every game looks the same. This is unbelievable. How many of them I'm are on so Switch? Into th- well, I, I, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, Detective Driver Miami edition, whatever. Really whets the appetite. What's great here is you can search by their games by vehicles. It's like airplanes, helicopters, boats and ships, or cars and trucks. Damn. All the genres. I tell you what, man. These guys were <laughs> these guys were spilling beans in cars too. That's all I know. There's a lot of car games. <laughs> there is a lot of cars on my screen right now. <laughs> um, so last bit of game talk. Uh, you, you bought Ring Fit Adventure. Um, yeah, so I had a dream, uh, I guess Sunday night, Monday morning, uh, about it. And I have the receipt here. <laughs> thank I woke, you. I was woken up at five and just bought it. Uh, All right. What did you dream. dream about? Did you dream about owning it? I can't remember, but it was like, you need to get this. <laughs> I'm not even lying. And I woke up and was like, huh. You know what it was? It's probably because I've gotten so used to... Um, to doing like walking and shit since my world is so small now with COVID or whatever. And we, we've just had like, a, you know, sorry to localize it folks, but we just had like five days of insanely heavy rain in Sydney. Like some of the heaviest rain this year. Yep. And it really threw me out of whack. And I like, I'm, I, I'm kind of like on the spectrum with weather. I'm constantly looking at the weather. I know like when it's going to drop at what hour <laughs> of the day. Like I like... Because it all comes back to clothes and I like clothes. And I like knowing what I can wear and like, you know, I don't want to be caught out. Or if I am caught out, I want to look good. But I must have been playing my mind and maybe subconsciously I was like, well, if you're not going to be able to do outside exercise or whatever, maybe uh, you can, you know, get ring fit. Because I think maybe you were talking about it in the chat or someone was like, I've gotten back into it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I have only in the last week, I, 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 I think I only played like eight days of it since I got it last year. I played, right. I did like four, there you in, go. four in a row. It says Monday... What time's that? Five five forty-eight a.m. Uh, he sent me his receipt, so it was like I can confirm. Yeah, and I just wo- and then went back to sleep and kind of forgot about it, uh, which is the problem with Amazon Prime. <laughs> just like <laughs> there's no like checkout, you just hit buy, and you're like, oh, I guess that's coming now. Yeah, totally. And then it came. Yeah, so I did uh, two levels tonight. After work. What do you think of uh, the character of the annoying ring who talks to you while you exercise and says it's things so funny. like, your sweat is beautiful. Yeah, disgusting. Horrible. And I love that it's like, gives you the choice of two, um, like, gender-based voices that are as equally annoying as one another. Like, they found the most annoying woman and the most annoying man to voice this game. He sounds like the guy who used to host the in-house EB Games radio station. Hell yes. Who did you get? Did you go for a a bro or a hoe? I went for the bro. (laughs) Same. When I'm ripping out, I want like nothing but boys around me to to, to tell me I'm good. Else else things are going to get a little, uh, 
you know, we could cross some weird gray area in the cooldown or something. You know, I, I'm getting very um, letting my guard down a lot. Well, the best voice you uh, hear is the, the the woman who who tells you how to stretch before and after you exercise. That she's like really calm. Yeah. That's, that's like going back to Wii Fit days. Like it's it's very calm and good. And then you enter like this like the the weird Ring Fit adventure mode, and it's like. This guy just kind of like... Maybe I got it to fucking combat the gamer downstairs. Maybe that's what I did. Maybe subconsciously I was like, oh, we're going we're gonna to do this. Well, but now I run in my game. Well, so my biggest tip to you or any, anyone else that's just started playing this game... Well, I'm, I did I'm, this. I'm, I'm on squatting. Yeah, do, don't do running because it, the, the Joy-Con... Um, it's, it's, uh, you'll hit parts where you have to run extra hard to like go up a hill or whatever. And it doesn't yeah, the register the Joy-Con very well. Um, and I was. So I do squats because so I'm on a top floor apartment, and I don't want to like piss off. But then the other other done. one is the um. If you select a harder mode, it just means you have to do more reps, which means levels take way longer to get through. Oh, do you mean the reps when you're fighting like the the baddie? Things? Yeah, that's right. So you 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 might have, like to 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 beat a tiny baddie, you might have to do like. Like, it took me like four minutes. Yeah, it, it takes a long time. Because so, I was like, oh, let's go intense. So you reckon knock it down? Yeah, I, I did 30, level 30, which is as high as you can go when I first started. And I think that's sure. why I stopped playing because I was just like, I wouldn't. I this is brutal. The RPG element like was not drawing me in enough to like warrant me. There's a lot of R. Uh, there's little, there's very little PNG, you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm on level 24 now and it's a bit better of a balance. Um, right. Yeah. Sure. I think I'm around that. And you, the, as you progress, you unlock more and more um, exercises you can do when you are taking on. This, by the way, this Ring Fit Adventure <laughs> is like a fucking exercise RPG Nintendo published last year that comes out. It comes with like a Pilates ring. Oh, but the, the coolest yeah. thing about it, dude. I think I tried to tell you this last year, and I, I, there are moments where I like I can see your face just stop registering any words I'm saying, and I'm pretty sure this is like the biggest example of that. But um, let's see how we go this time. Uh, Wait, is it, do you mean in this video chat? Maybe it's just the connection. Oh no, no, I mean in in, in real life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so if you're not if you're not playing the game, you can t- you can push the if you can still have the um. The, the Joy-Con connected to the um, the Ring Fit wheel um, and you push the um, the joystick in while the while your switch isn't on. It turn, You can just do yeah. reps with it and you can do up to 500 reps and then you can gift yourself 500 reps which then t- transfers into EXP. Um, well, that's, like, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, but the that's coolest like thing about it is it's like... Where you get the Pokeball and you walk around and yes. level up your Pokemon. <laughs> but the if you want to hear like the best example of the haptic feedback in the um, in the Joy-Con, it, it, it has all these different sound effects that it does as you flex and hit certain... Like when you hit 500, it plays like a little jingle, but just with the um, vibrations. Pretty sick. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a vibe. Like reminds me of that... Um, so what do you do? That video. You just pick of- it up and start playing... You just pick it up and just, just like just push it in and out a, f- a few times, like five hundred times. You know, just five hundred times, <laughs> just a casual five hundred times. I'm too busy following foxes in a uh, feudal Japan <laughs> <laughs> and playing Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> if you catch my drift. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested I was, uh, to, I'm, using the slang word for I'm, attractive person fox. I'm, I'm keen, keen to hear what you have, what you think of Ring Fit, because I know like you broke your back and like some of the there are like. <laughs> You get a serious workout. There are some like pretty intense like things that it makes you do. Dude, my thighs were hurting. I was doing so many squats and like, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, 
That'd be, that'd it was so- good. I might do it before work each day. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to do this week as well. Not that I have a job. What, how often do you play? Do you do like one level? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to do one level every day. That's like, that's good. That's between five to seven minutes. Oh, no, no. I, I mean, uh, oh, wait. Well, when, when you get later on, they take a lot longer. Right. At yeah. the moment, they're just like, dun. Yeah. Yeah, pretty quick. Um, yeah. So let's talk about Succession, the HBO show. Oh, yeah. Um, so Two years ago or whatever. Yeah. 2018. So it, I didn't, I, I knew it was, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Adam, Adam McKay, uh, who, who did. Uh, McKay. McKay. Um, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm stopping anyone else from putting that in. So is he? His pronunciation. Obviously, like the, the the thing that this is closest to is the Big Short. But before that, it's uh, he did Step Brothers. Well, Veep, uh, no Veep, uh, Vice, which I haven't seen. Vice. Oh, I can imagine it's that, very yeah. similar. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, it's not like his other known films, uh, Anchorman and Talladega Nights. <laughs> but yeah, now he makes. We've spoken like, about McKay recently. We're just like this guy is the most eclectic, but also like. You know, adored filmography for a like modern director, like bizarre. And he was one of the writers of Ant Man. Yeah, that's right. Um, but uh, it, so it's a it's a collab. He 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 directs it or produces. He, he's a director, and uh, he is an EP with Will Ferrell, and they did. You know, I mean, we all know what they made. They made Eastbound and Down. Wait, Will Ferrell is an EP of Succession as well. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. But um, yeah, maybe if you spend a little less time playing WarioWare and a little more time looking at the credits as something starts, you wouldn't be left in the dark like this. You know. <laughs> I'll take it, bro. I deserve it. Um, uh, yeah. But it was created. Yeah. By so look, he Jesse Arms. He's made Eastbound and Down and uh, Succession. That's wild. What a what a run. Yeah. Jesse Armstrong is the creator of this show though. Um and he is Yes, who made Peep Show. Peep Show, another incredible Which is insane in writing cuz I don't know, maybe the marketing of this show when I saw like, you know, it pop up on iTunes or whatever, I was like, okay, that's like a good cast, but I'm kind of not it, it didn't tell me on the image alone, which is never judge a book by its cover. So yeah. if I'd known that these guys made it and fucking Peep Show, which I think we've even I've said to you is like Maybe in the chat or on the show, I can't remember, but like the best British comedy ever. It's yeah, so fucking We don't good. talk about it enough. I feel like... It's so good. I think I've, I've watched it three times, like the whole series. I did a rewatch last year. It's just so good. Because this is basically Peep Show. Like, they're appalling people. Yes, definitely. I see so many... Except they have money in this. Whereas Peep Show, they're like broke and British. Yeah. They're rich and American. And that's about the only difference. <laughs> Were you... um? Have you, have you watched the Mitchell and Webb look as well? The sketch show that yes. they did? Yeah, that was the ske- Yeah, yeah. Fantas- it's so good. Yeah. They're, they're so good. Yeah. But yeah, when I was like, oh my God, Jesse Armstrong made this. I, I had no idea. Oh. For some reason, after two seasons, I had no idea. And also, Jesse Armstrong was one of the writers of um, uh, Four Lions with Chris Morris. Yes. And, Which um, is such a great film. And he did a, um, uh, it pretty much with the same cast as Peep Show, a movie called um, Magicians. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen that. It's uh, really, really underrated. I, I, I liked it. It's yeah, like cool. just a stupid comedy about... Imagine the, the cast of Peep Show as as magicians. Done. And I'm loving what I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, what are, what are like... In writing sounds strange, but when you watch it, you're like, oh, this is like a perfect fit for every single creator involved with this. 
So you watched it on, uh, you bought it on iTunes. Um, yeah, I think like a few months ago, it might have been when Binge came out, they did this thing on iTunes where it's like, I think they were selling HBO first seasons for like $7 or something. Right. And I was like, oh, I've, I've heard only good things about Succession. This was even before I did the like, bothered to research <laughs> who made it. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. That, I'll save that for a rainy day. And then the rainy day came up, literally, when I bought Ring Fit. Like, it was that rainy day. And I was like, man, <laughs> yeah, I finished, you had I finished a dream. watching all these. You had a dream about playing Ring Fit and watching Succession. And being rich and white. So I was like, great. This is how I, this is how I win. And then I fired it up. And within like two minutes, I was like, oh, this is incredible. Yeah, this is so... Such a good I just was laughing uh, when he's in the car rapping to a Easy new beat, like to uh, Five Borrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. New York, New York. I was like, this is so funny. And just... His, his use of ebonics and like trying to be like cool and I was just like oh my god this is so cringe and it then I reminded it reminded me of like you know peep show and seeing the, Jeremy and Mark like trying to be cool in front of like I was like oh that's exactly something Mark would do before a meeting and then or jazz, it all made sense yeah, yeah like yeah, or just try and be cool. Yeah, it's totally jazz. Just that confidence and trying to be like, hey, man, I'm on your level. I was just so similar. And then I was trying to re- think of what it reminded me of. And then I was like, who made this? I was like, oh, my God, that's why I'm finding it so funny. Because it's exactly the same humor. But because it's like about essentially like Disney or Murdoch family, it's kind of has a more serious visage going on. But it's the same type of story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. It's about a, it's about a, yeah, it's essentially about the Murdoch family, like a version of, of well, a, yeah, I was a, reading, me, a media family. Um, Jesse, the, the creator said it was, he was inspired by um, Murdoch's and the Disney's, just like the monopolization of media. Um, yeah. So like the, the, it's like the Roy family um, and, and the media conglomerate Waystar Royco. Um, yeah, and, and which so, has theme parks, which is Disney. That's yeah, the Disney totally. park. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. But yeah, you have um, the most crazy cast. Like Brian Cox plays the father. Um, not not the, king. Not the space dude. The actor. Um, yeah. Um, and then like the his children. Though maybe he is also into space and is unfairly you know, known as not the space one, which is kind of sad when you think about it. The children. Um, you know, the space one is on a hit single. He's like. Brian you know Cox, that, yeah, he's in D-Ream. You're the yes, best thing. Dear- and things yeah, yeah. will it, only get like better. Like late 80s, early 90s. They can only get better. Yeah, yeah. That's a vibe. Um, but see, I, I, I see, knew he's probably as, sad he's not knew- called Brian Cox the music guy. <laughs> but he actually is. Maybe every Brian Cox carries another uh, card up their sleeve, you know, yeah. which uh, no one talks about. I knew this show had Kieran Culkin in it. And God, he's... That's one of the only things I knew. He's I knew so him good and Brian Cox. He's, he's basically Patrick Bateman. Like, he's a guy who has no interest in his work and has been handed, like, a position that he is not deserving of. And he doesn't bother to convince anybody otherwise. The fucking part where he t- tells the kid that if he hits the home run, he'll give him a million dollars. I felt sick. And he tears the check up and gives him, like, a bit of it and goes, there you go, it's a quarter oh. million. Just disgust, but that even you know that's either really sad or when you th- view it through like the peep show lens, you're like, oh, that's just like disgusting and funny. Yeah, yeah. B, it was that was like the moment B was like, oh, I hate him, I hate him so much. Like, that's the joy. You yeah. hate everybody, yeah, and then you start like rooting for certain people. You're like, I hate them, but I want this person to go well right now. Kieran Culkin is uh, small. <laughs> I haven't. I just. I, 
I love him in everything I, that I see him in, but it, I, I don't give him like the the credit he deserves. Is like one of my faves. Totally, and also like you would have told me twenty years ago that uh, you know Fuller he was going to be the bigger Culkin after yeah. watching Home Alone. <laughs> um, That's insane. Do you remember we went we went and saw a play at the Opera House with yes, Michael Sarah? With Michael and Sarah Culkin him. were in it. What was it? And then something some, of our youth? Some Australian chick. And the American, sorry, Australian actress, Emily something. Days of Our Youth or something? Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Going to see it. That play. was great. We had like front row seats and they were like, in, and we'd just seen them in Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim together. Yeah, yeah. Another amazing Kieran Culkin role. <laughs> Kieran Culkin, man. Can do no wrong. Have you seen Fargo? He's in, he's in, he's got, yes. He's got a small role in season two of Fargo. Not, 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 not the movie, the yeah. show. Have you, have you watched? No, no, I've seen season one and two. Oh, sick! Awesome! Great! Yeah, yeah, I watched them ages ago. I just haven't watched three. Dude, you got to watch three. You love Ewan. It's got so much good Ewan. I it. think I'm going to start again. Yeah, I want to do them all. Um. Uh. Yeah. He plays he, he, first. First on screen role. Fuller. <laughs> he went to bed. Fuller. Cousin Fuller. I was thinking of uh, Ferris Bueller. Oh uh, yeah. Well, uh, who is also in the show? Yeah. Uh, Cameron. <laughs> Alan Alan Ruck is in, is is one of the children as well. Um, Dude, what a cast! Yeah, it's a great cast. Um. So you watched it on iTunes. Uh, I got given a free year of of binge, which is Foxtel, which is owned by um, Rupert Murdoch, who is, I guess, kind of who Brian Cox Logan is Roy. playing in, in this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they own Foxtel, and Foxtel is like the main reason why we don't have HBO Max in Australia. Um, they said it like they basically they've started this new streaming service called Binge. We've roasted it on previous episodes, but I got given a free year of it through Telstra, so I thought, "Fuck it, I'll sign up for it." It is the most insanely bad UI <laughs> app, everything. Because I remember we did a bit of a deep dive when we had a friend of mine sign up and pointed out he was doing some tests that things are running faster on it, and because he was, I guess he'd watched a lot of The Office recently, and then he was like, "Oh, just." He's also in advertising, and I think they might have, like, at one point been looking at working with them or something. So, I think he was, like, quite curious of how the product worked. So, he just was like, oh, watch something I know and, like, you know, think of the user journey. And he's like, this sounds weird. And, like, the Office theme is, like, you know, one of the most recognizable theme songs. He's like, is this off to you, to his girlfriend? And then he filmed it and then checked the credit. And it was, like, three minutes faster than the, the it on... Netflix, Stan, like on all the other services. Yeah, so or everything on Binge is better, <laughs> like just it's slightly. So it's so weird. And so there, there are moments where you do notice it, where you're like, "What the fuck did that person just say?" Like when someone is talking. Did this happen quick. for you? I was going to ask when you watched Succession. There were moments where it was just like, "Wow, they're talking very quickly in 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 some some scenes," uh, but I don't understand why it's sped up. Well, my theory is they've only, they've. They they put everything to broadcast. It's the same as what you're streaming from somewhere. Maybe it's all the same server. And as we know, and this was like, you know, I remember watching Seinfeld and shit when I was a kid and seeing like after characters would stop talking, it sped up quickly. And I was like, that's always weird. Like I would notice the music speed up or that cut out the theme song, just weird things. And then like later we discovered, much like the show, I guess, like, you know, networks are evil and, will speed up shows because traditionally you could fit in two minutes of ads. But if you speed it up just a fraction, you'll be able to fit in five minutes of ads and (laughs) then charge more money for five minutes of ads. And then, so my guess is it is, and hey, if you work at Binge or Foxtel, I'd I'd love to know if I'm wrong. Or if you, even if you, if you work at Binge and Foxtel and 
know anything about vitamins also get at us i challenge you to join uh the patreon and debate this but my theory is that you're on binge they're being served the versions that they put to air that are sped up right because when you know they still despite being pay tv like there's still so many ads on it um it's so weird from memory yeah 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 it's uh, it's actually turned me off like using it like i'm just like i would rather watch (laughs) the regular version you know it's like yeah whatever i've it's if that's snobby i don't care but like i also don't want to pay for something which you're not this isn't a a, a yeah no totally yeah it it just sounds like a dog shit like especially like experience i've seen what the ui for the um hbo max HBO Max in the United States. It's, it's awesome. And it's, it's so much just great looks shit on like there every other 2020 streaming platform. Yeah. So yeah. they make you, when you sign up for Binge, they make you sign, um, choose an avatar and you get 12 choices. <laughs> and who we it's, got? It's like The Rock from Ballers, Shrek, George Costanza, Heath Ledger's Joker, um, Samuel L. Jackson's character from The Hateful Eight. Um, <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> Well, remember that image on their website I showed you where it's like the cast of Inception and the Ninja Turtles? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, who's picking these? It's like some 18-year-old's DVD shelf. And yeah. that's their like... Or you could be Eric Stone Street making a weird face in a Modern Family episode. Um, Hell or, yeah. Or you could be Brad Pitt's character from... Um, uh, what's the Tarantino War movie? Inglorious Bastards. I don't know. It's Death just like, like I don't really want to have any of those as my avatar. Just so weird. So I, I have the Joker now. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess when you don't want anybody, you want the Joker. Some streaming services just want to watch the world burn. So did you, uh, you like Succession? It's great, dude. Um, we're, we're currently in the middle of so many different series, but I, I'm going to try. We're going to like try and do like one episode of a show each night of the week. <laughs> So like, oh, wow, choose, like the old Tuesday days. night will be succession night, I think. Yeah, I've thought about doing that. Yeah. And then I didn't. But I have thought about that once. I was like, maybe I'll do that. And then I was like, I get too confused. I was even, I was saying this to someone yesterday. I was just, we were speaking about like balancing games. And I'm like, I just get confused. It's like, re- I can't read two books or do that at the same time. I find that really difficult for my, um, I guess I'm very emotionally invested in things. And I like. You know, I can't divvy up my attention or my yeah. affection. Well, I mean, at the moment, we, we watch um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Thursdays because that's the, that's the day it comes out here. Um, and that's great, like having that each week, knowing that's what, what we're going to watch that night. I don't know. I've, I, I feel like just like not having that stress of like, oh, fuck, there's five seasons of this. It's going to take us forever to watch it. I'm like, just watch it one one episode once a week and you'll eventually finish it. Hey, it's how it. we used to do it. Yeah. Um, but... uh I'm also watching a bunch of other TV. Saturday nights is Mission Impossible night at the moment, which rules. Um, and so, get me in there. In the in PayFam this week, we're going to be talking about Mission Impossible Two plus the new Hulu movie with Andy Samberg. Um, Palm oh yeah, Springs. I watched that last night. Um, I'm looking forward to talking that talking about that with you because it has a lot of uh, a lot of uh, mumblecore vibes, and we, we've we've uh, it reminded me of many movies I watched ten years ago. Yeah, but. In fact, it reminded me a lot of uh, a movie you really hate, the uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Yeah, me too. I, I described it as a as a good Safety Not Guaranteed. So I didn't mind Safety Not Guaranteed at all. I thought it was great. But then again, you know... You were a twee this little before bitch. I blew, this is before this. I blew the whistle on vitamins 10 it's years ago. You, I was a very different you person. Before you blew your first load. <laughs> I, I went the... Infor- uh, what's that movie about cigarettes by uh, with Russell Crowe? 
What? I don't know. <laughs> you know that movie with Russell Crowe and cigarettes? It's probably uh, not even about what I'm talking about. The one with um the dude who plays Aaron Eckhart? Thank no, you for not thank smoking. You for smoking. Thank you for smoking, whatever it is, yeah. Let me find out right now. What are you looking at? Russell Crowe um, cigarettes? <laughs> Just photos of him punching darts. I've seen, yeah, I've, I've seen him IRL punching darts. I, I mean, yeah. It, remember, remember when he went off on Twitter at Virgin because they wouldn't let his kids travel with hover, those hoverboards that were big. Like, how funny <laughs> that the hoverboards aren't a thing anymore. How great that, <laughs> that was, you had one in your house for a while, and I was quite good yeah. at using it. Whose was it? Oh, Steve. Steve's. Yeah, yeah Steve. And we used to just ride it around my house. I remember I would like get the lightsaber out and just like go general grievous style up the hallway swinging while riding I remember we were drinking at your house one night and i asked steve if i could, if I could go take it for a spin and i was just like just like riding, up, right? riding around out the front of your house and then like some random drunk old woman started hanging out with me while i was like and asking me questions <laughs> about my hoverboard that's so they were crazy what happened why did they go like that do you think they gave everyone cancer and they've paid people off or something <laughs> I think it, Russell Crowe um, ended them because uh, Virgin Airlines. He also oh, ended. He also movie... ended Virgin Airlines. They wouldn't let his kids take their take them on on, on the flights. So he was I think like it's the enough. Insider. There we go. The Insider. Interesting. Uh, by Michael Mann. Yeah, it's about like the man who knew too much. It stars Al Pacino and Russell Crowe. It's an account of a true story based on a sixty-minute segment. A whistleblower in the tobacco industry. No, oh, it wasn't. Right. It's, it's about whistleblowing. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So I'm I'm whistleblowing the vitamin industry, the insider. <laughs> the insider too. Yeah, insider too, outside in. So on PayFan this week, this we're time, going to be talking... This time, the insides are on the outside. <laughs> we're going to be talking about insider too. We're going to be talking about Palm Springs, Mission Impossible Possible 2, Why Women Kill, and also the trailer for Kevin Smith's new movie, which is... Fucking atrocious. Oh, yeah. um, and wait, did you also watch Kevin Smith's it, web show that he's I, I made, it, I made, made it through one episode. <laughs> it's it's appalling. I can't wait to do a scene by scene uh, commentary with you. <laughs> so look look, look forward. If you like it when we uh, roast Kevin Smith, there's going to be a lot of that in PayFam this week. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash HeyFam. We do two episodes of HeyFam every single week. One of them is the episode you just listened to now. And then you go over to our Patreon. You get the paid episode. It's better. It's richer. It's got more in-jokes. Patreon.com slash HeyFam. And you get access to our Discord community. Um, Come join us over there. And uh, we'll see you there. Enjoy your morning. Bye. Au revoir. Hey! Bam, 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 bam.